Christ is risen. Alleluia. I've been giggling all evening as we were preparing for this service and then in the service with such excitement about how we pulled out all this online stops that we could pull out. There's candlelight before the high altar and we get to hear the depth of God's love through time from the beauty of creation to deliverance from the Red Sea. And then bam, Christ has just risen, explosion of color and flowers, uh, even flowers here in my home. This is like the ultimate cosmic pivot from shadows into the full color spectrum. This pivot between God out there to the reality of God fully with us, not just enfleshed in Jesus's life, but through the resurrection, God lives with us. Jesus is with us and among us, living through these screens, loving through these screens as we have over the whole last year, loving us and loving this world through time and space, through pandemic, protests, elections, crisis after crisis. Tonight we celebrate that God lives and God loves. It's a celebration of this awe-inspiring divine pivot from death into resurrection life. And made me think about a number of years ago, our Sunday school kids got to learn about the resurrection and this transformation, this change, this new life by making pastries. <laughs> they baked little empty tomb rolls. They each took a like triangle-shaped sheet of pastry dough kind of like those crescent roll triangles, and then rolled up a little marshmallow in melted butter and cinnamon sugar, and then put the marshmallow on the little triangle and folded the dough around it. Then they popped these yummies into the oven, and 10 minutes later, big puffy rolls came out. Empty tomb rolls, because when you bite into it, no more marshmallow. The marshmallow had melted into the dough. All its deliciousness, the cinnamon, the sugar, just disappeared in the vet fabric of the pastry. They're called resurrection rolls. Jesus's like marshmallowy presence in a whole new form, uh, just as delicious, but not the same. It's such a delightful way to start wrapping our heads around this great mystery of Christ's presence with us beyond death. And presence in every fiber of our being, like in the fiber of the little resurrection rolls and in the fabric of this world. But for the women in Mark's gospel, Mary Magdalene and Salome and James's mother, Mary, when they arrived at the empty tomb, that wasn't a very yummy experience. The emptiness was frightening. And even though they're told right there by a young man that Jesus had been raised, that he was going ahead to Galilee, and they were told to tell the disciples that Jesus will be there just as Jesus promised, the women are in shock, and that shock is palpable. Gospel says terror and amazement seized them. And unlike the endings of other the other Gospels, where you get, in a sense, a sweet taste of resurrection life, 
and a call into resurrection life. Mark's gospel ends in fear. In the last line, they went out and fled the tomb and they said nothing to anyone for they were afraid. The early century Bible editors decided that this was a little too unsettling a way to end the gospel. So they tacked on some nice, nice verses, you know, make it more palatable, give it more resolution. It's like they didn't want to end the gospel that had started with the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, son of God. They didn't want that gospel to end with, for they were afraid. But in reality, Fear is an integral part of our lives in Christ. It's an integral part of our spiritual paths. The fear of the unknown, the fear of the new, even when we know the core news is good, even when we know Christ is there, it's scary to take that step. And right now, you know, March, April, 2021, this is perhaps the perfect gospel account to hear on Easter, because we've been buried in a pandemic tomb for the last year with so much isolation and illness, economic devastation, anxiety, depression, violence, deprivation, and so much death. And right now, we're beginning to pivot out of pandemic life into new life a resurrection life of sorts, a life that won't be the same, it is going to be different, but it's life nonetheless. And the promise is there on the practical level, the vaccines seem to be working, but what will this life be like? How much will we be able to do or not? How will we keep keeping each other safe? As a pandemic constricted us and made our lives so small, that for many of us, moving into being together again is a bit scary and it's hard. There are new decisions to be made. So on this joyful night, I'm actually grateful for Mark's gospel, for naming the fear, naming how frightening new life can be, how frightening it is to trust that God is with us how challenging it is to embrace resurrection life. And the writer Madeline Langle in an interview many years ago was talking with the reporter about the nitty gritty reality of walking Jesus's way of love. And the reporter at one point interrupted a bit confused and said, so to you, faith is not a comfort? <laughs> Madeline Langle replied, good heavens, no, it's a challenge. I dare you to believe in God. Tonight, we celebrate that daring. Tonight, we say yes to the challenge. Tonight, we uphold those yummy, marshmallowy <laughs> resurrection rolls, but also the fear. That is all part of our life, but the great news we can grab onto in the resurrection is that Jesus is with us, that Jesus lives, that God lives with us, with this world, and that there is no life, new life, new life that cannot be quashed by anything. 
So rejoice. Happy Easter. Christ is risen. Amen.